Welcome to the Sparked Podcast, a place to keep your spark bright. Here, I've brought together my juiciest mindset bites and tips from the last 10 plus years in psychology, business, and leadership development to help you unlock your unique gifts, activate your highest potential, find your purpose, and kickstart that passion led business. Here, I hope to inspire belief in what's possible for you because it all is so ridiculously possible. I hope that this podcast sparks something new for you, a new idea, a new belief, or perhaps a light bulb moment that changes the trajectory of your life forever. My name is Emma Campbell. I'm a purpose and performance coach, mama to two, wine lover, surfing tryhard, stubbornly optimistic child at heart, and also the creator of my signature 4P Spark framework designed to unlock your spark. I'm here to give you permission to be the person you were before the world told you who you should be to own your true self and set the vision for your life and soak up all of that awesomeness that this beautiful world has to offer because that's what we're all here for, right? Big love. See you in the podcast. Hello, 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 beautiful people. I am so excited to chat to you today. I literally was just bouncing around the house before like, half procrastinating for who knows what reason, because we as humans do, and also just like full of excitement to jump onto the podcast to chat to you guys today. Because I I feel like it's been a little while in my world. It has been a very big last few weeks, as I feel like even just this whole year has been. And probably in your world, you haven't even noticed that there hasn't been a podcast episode that's been out. But today I really wanted to talk about a topic that really, really excites me. And that is about the science behind manifestation and the neuroscience, the energetics, the neuroplasticity, the visualization, like all the actual like scientific pieces behind what's actually going on when people talk about manifestation. And part of the reason that I'm so obsessed with this topic is I used to, so maybe a few years back before I perhaps entered the coaching world and started learning more about the brain and neuroplasticity and science and goal setting and visualization and all of that stuff, I <laughs> I would hear of this topic of manifestation and honestly, like even the word manifestation used to make me cringe. Like it's only even been probably the last six months that I can even say the word manifestation without um, cringing on the inside. I used to think it was a load of wank. Sorry about the, the language there. But I would hear people talking about it and I'd just be like, oh, my God, they're so deluded. Like, I feel so sorry for them that they think that that is a thing. Like, poor them. Like, oh, that's so cute and that's so sad. (laughs) Isn't that horrible? Um, And part of the reason that I had this, this mindset towards it, well, my own reasoning around why I had this mindset towards it was because I studied psychology at uni. And so I had this 
really, really scientific, like, I guess, um, foundation to how I saw the world. And like the first thing that you learn about in psychology is all the biases of the brain, the biases of the brain, um, and how the brain can trick us in so many ways and how it can like shift and impact our reality and how we see the world. And um, like particularly one of the ones that I just remember like, oh, just being so impacted when I learned about this thing called confirmation bias. I don't know if you've heard of it, but confirmation bias is the tendency for us to seek out information which confirms that which we already believe to be true. So I'll repeat that again. Confirmation bias is the tendency for us to seek out information that confirms our existing beliefs and to filter out information which doesn't align with our current beliefs. And I'll I'll give a few examples of what this means, but essentially it applies to like absolutely everything in your life. So it could be from the moment that you wake up. So I'll try and give a really like tangible example. Sorry to, um, sorry to my hubby, but he's going to, he's going to be my example for now. So say for example, like I haven't been feeling very loved. Um, like all the kids have been getting all the attention and then I haven't been having enough like romantic time with my hubby or something like that. Maybe a very real, real situation, but Hey, that's, um, that's life when you've got two kids. And say, say my first thought in the morning is, oh, like, I don't, um, I believe, I believe that I'm not getting, um, that I'm not being treated well. I believe that I'm not getting enough love or something like that. Like I wake up and that's my first thought. So as soon as I start the day, because that is my belief, what this confirmation bias that's inherent in our brains tends to do is it filters out anything in our mind or and it filters out anything in our reality that doesn't align with that belief and it filters in information that does align to that belief so i wake up and i start walking through the house and say i walk into the kitchen and my hubby doesn't say good morning to me. My, because of my initial belief of thinking that I'm not getting enough attention or I'm not being treated well, I notice that and I see that action through that lens and it confirms that which I already believe to be true. And so this belief then becomes strengthened in that moment. But say, for example, So that's like a really simple, easy example there. But say, for example, I woke up in the morning and I didn't have that thought. I I thought, oh, no, my hubby is just amazing. He's like so good at looking after the kids. He like treats me so well. You know, he bought me those flowers the other day. And I wake up thinking like, oh, he's just the best. Like, I love him so much. And so I walk out into the kitchen and he doesn't say good morning to me. But I see him and I see that he's feeding my beautiful baby girl, Hazel. And I think to myself, God, he's a good dad. Can you see how 
dependent on what belief I chose to walk or to wake up with and what belief system I chose to hold in that particular situation depends or impacts the information that I then filter in and how I see that information. So that that is called the confirmation bias and it's all controlled by this thing called the reticular activating system, which is basically like a bundle of nerves at our brainstem, which filters out unnecessary information that which that which our brain believes to be unnecessary information and it filters in important information and it just impacts so many things in our lives so i'm going to take a couple of back steps there because i feel like i've just thrown a whole heap of information at you but essentially at uni that was one of the first concepts that i learned about was like this confirmation bias and I thought that I was all high and mighty because I was like, oh, I, I know that manifestation doesn't work. It's actually just our brain playing tricks on us and leading us to believe that, you know, we're achieving all these things because that's what we have believed to be true. But actually, it's all bullshit. Like um, reality doesn't work like that. And so I went through life like just for a good three or four years just thinking like oh all these people um who believe manifestation is true you know those poor things they don't know the truth like they don't know the science and so that like led me on a bit of a rabbit hole because my my very curious mind wanted to understand the truth behind it so i started like digging into the research i started listening to podcasts i started to read read books and listen to audiobooks like all about like what is actually going on when we manifest when we achieve the things that we dreamed up when things start falling together to help us achieve our goals like what's what's actually going on there and so it led me into this like epic amount of awesome information which now i help i can like share that information with my clients to help them actually achieve their goals and like both organizational clients as well as private clients um, and i use it myself um so that's what i wanted to share with you guys today so i was going to talk through like what what beliefs are like what the power of belief is which is essentially like our neuroarchitecture and our mindset it's going to talk about neuroplasticity and neural pathways and what's actually going on in our brains from like a neural pathway perspective when we're manifesting um talk about the reticular activating the reticular activation system confirmation bias like positive visualization and then i wanted to leave you with three like practical steps in terms of how to actually get started with creating the things that you want in your life and achieving achieving your biggest dreams um and how i how i personally go about it because i've gone pretty deep into the research um and i i see it i see it all through a bit of a different lens these days like much 
much more expansive and beyond just the mind alone. I, I look at manifestation and creation and achievement through a lens of like neuroscience, neuroplasticity, energetics, visualization, like epigenetics, gosh, like quantum, like all of the different possibilities and everything related to, to like energy basically, because at the, the heart of our world, in the heart of life, like we are 99.99999% energy um, and the rest is a little bit of matter. Um, so at the heart of it, like the the basis of our world is energy. So you're going to hear me talk in this podcast a lot about energy and how that plays a part and how that links in with our emotions and stuff like that. So I've already thrown a lot at you um, and it, depending on where you are, where you're at in your journey with manifest manifestation some of this might be new to you some of it might not um i really created this podcast episode for the skeptics out there because i was probably one of the biggest skeptics like just having a rip at all the people that i thought um believed in this whole manifestation thing um, so for any of you skeptics out there, you science lovers, like this, this bad boy's for you. So I want to start with the power of belief. So what is, what is belief? Like, what is a belief? And I love asking this question in my workshops and like sometimes just throwing a little curveball to my friends and family as well about like what the hell a belief is. And you know, I'm going to answer it for you. A, a belief is our reality on how we see the world. A belief is how we see the world. And what, what we see as true about life and about different situations, a belief is something that is quite unconscious to us. It's quite deeply rooted within our unconscious brain. Typically, it takes a little while to really unpack what your beliefs are. We're not usually like super, super conscious of them. And beliefs typically are those things that without us realizing we see as fact, we see our beliefs as fact. We don't often see them as a belief because they are so deeply rooted into our unconscious brain that our beliefs about the world we tend to see as fact. And at the heart of it, a belief is like the neuro architecture of how we operate in the world and how we see the world. And we see, we have our beliefs as fact until we get new information that can then change them. So I'll give a couple of examples here. So an example of a belief is back in the day when everyone used to believe that the world was flat, that the world was flat until until we got new information, right? And then we realized that, oh, oh no, the world is actually round. It's actually a sphere. But until 
until that new information was provided, that belief, that seemed like a fact. So what was actually, what, what they thought was a belief or what they thought was a fact was actually a belief until new information was provided, which then changed that belief system, which then changed a whole heap of things in our world, right? And another, I mean, another example is, I don't know if you guys have heard the example of the four minute mile and how like a whole heap of researchers back in the day thought that it was like physically human, humanly impossible to run a four minute mile. They thought that like the body would actually like combust and explode and just, you know, everything would, everything would um, just fall into pieces in the human body if someone even got close to running a four minute mile until the first person did until the first man rode the four, um, ran the four minute mile. And here's the thing is once he broke that belief barrier, that belief barrier of thinking that the four minute mile wasn't possible, but until he showed people that it was possible, 37 runners within a year, also ran the four minute mile and broke the record time and time again. So once people realized that the four minute mile was a possibility, it became a possibility in their minds that it was actually something that could be possible for them too, by seeing that someone else had done it. So often we like one of the quickest ways to shift one of your beliefs, if you know to be true that you might have a limiting belief that's holding you back, one of the quickest ways to shift it is to find someone, find an example, find an expander, find someone who has done the thing that you don't believe is true because that is the quickest way to shift your unconscious or your subconscious belief system. So say, for example, one of the, um, I guess one of the, the old limiting beliefs that I'm working on for myself at the moment is the belief that I have to work a certain amount of hours or that I have to work quite hard in order to achieve results in order to achieve a certain level of income and in order to be successful, that in order to be successful, to achieve a certain income or to achieve certain results with my clients or have a certain impact that I have to be working really hard and I have to be working like a pretty decent amount of hours, like, I don't know, like three, three to four days a week or something like that. So at the moment, what I'm doing is I'm, consciously and purposefully and intentionally seeking out examples of people in my life or online or on podcasts or in books, people who aren't living that truth. So people who are working super minimal hours, who are working like, you know, 10, 15, maybe even 20 hours a week and making an incredible income and making an incredible impact in the world. Because once I see those people 
living that reality, it quickly sends a message to all my old, um, outdated, limiting beliefs that it's possible for me to. So that would be my first tip for you. If you know that you've got a, a limiting belief is seek out someone who, who is doing the opposite of that so that you can unconsciously send that message to your subconscious brain, making it a possibility for you as well. So whether you believe you can or you believe you can't, you're right. If you believe it's possible for you or you believe it's not possible for you, you're right. So it all starts with belief. No matter what your desire is, no matter what you want, your belief set, your belief system, which is that neuroarchitecture of your brain, your operating system, if that belief system is not aligned to your desires, it is highly unlikely that it will become true. Or if it does, if it does happen for you, it'll feel like really hard work. <laughs> so the second piece that I wanted to talk about was neuroplasticity. And, you know, that is the ability of the brain to change itself over time, depending on information that it gets from the external environment and also like how we consciously choose to use our brains. So our brains are just so bloody amazing. Like, honestly, I don't even understand probably like one tiny little fragment of the power and the potential of our incredible brains and how they can change themselves. And I've, if you haven't read the book, How the Brain Changes Itself by Norman Droig or Neumann, Norman, uh, I'm just looking in my bookshelf and I can't see it, but I think it's by like Norman Droig. I'll put it in the in the podcast notes. Um, it is like one of the most eye-opening, incredible books I've ever read and really empowering to know that like no matter what you might be struggling with right now, like if you're struggling with self-doubt or lack of clarity or, um, or you feel like you just can't achieve something at work that you've been wanting to, or if you're feeling sad, depressed, anxious, like anything that you're struggling with, it's so empowering to know that the brain just has the most incredible ability to heal, to change, to completely like rewire itself in line with what you want and the reality that you want to create through things like visualization, like positive visualization, meditation, um, you know, training your reticular activating system. Like there's a whole heap of different practices that you can use there as well. Um, but essentially it's, I, th I think this is a really good example that I, that I share with my clients quite a lot is when, when you think a thought and essentially at the heart of it, a belief is just a thought that you have thought so many times that it has become a belief and it has become what you think is true, but is not, but is not always a fact, right? And it's a thought that you've thought so many times that it's become this, like in every thought that we ever think, 
is just a neural pathway and a neuron firing up in our brains over and over and over again. And so when we have a thought and we think that thought so many times that it becomes a belief, it's like the transition from that thought to belief is like a tiny little like shrub of a, of a path, like a path that's like covered in shrubs in your brain, um, like the first time you ever have a thought. And then as you start to think that thought over and over and over again, it's like that kind of like, I don't know, tiny pathway that's covered in shrubs in your brain becomes thicker and thicker and thicker and thicker and more worn until that tiny little path becomes like a highway or a freeway in your brain that you end up using by default without even thinking. It becomes so strong that it becomes your like default operating system. And so I think that's really good to know because if we created our beliefs, it means that we can uncreate them, right? Just by thinking a different thought and strengthening that thought and, and strengthening that belief system over and over and over again. So say for example, um, with my example around wanting to, um, you know, create a work, a work reality that allows me to achieve an incredible income, make an amazing impact and achieve great results working less hours. You know, initially I didn't think that that was true for me because I didn't have ex any examples of people in my life who were living that and I didn't know anyone who was doing that until I started seeking out examples and then that became a reality for me or it became a possibility for me. And so now my new belief is, you know, 15 hour weeks making 15K a month is possible for me or 20 hour, or 15 hour weeks in 25k months is possible for me and i can keep repeating that thought repeating that mantra repeating that belief over and over and over again until that thought starts to become a highway in my brain and that that highway in my brain becomes a belief system over time and it does take time just like a muscle, like neural pathways are just like muscles in our brains. And in order to strengthen them, you do need to use them consistently. And then the old pathways slowly die away and prune away. So the more that we activate the systems that we want and the beliefs and the thoughts that we want, and we strengthen those thoughts, the more that they start to become default the more that they start to become just our natural, our natural way. And it, initially you do have to put the effort in to consciously focus while you're trying to turn the shrubbery path into a highway. But over time, the highway just ends up becoming the, the road that you jump on without even thinking. And those positive thoughts start to become your reality and they start to shift how you take action and how you show up. And I think that's a key thing to remember too, is that, you know, our thoughts impact how we feel. And if we're thinking happy thoughts and positive thoughts, it's going to lead us to feel happy and positive. <laughs> 
And if we're feeling happy and positive, it's going to impact our actions, right? And if we're feeling happy and positive, we're going to act and take action from a, from a more energized place. And then the actions that we take are going to impact the results that we achieve in our life. And if when, if we're thinking sad and disempowering thoughts and like self-defeating, you know, I'm a dickhead thoughts, like, you know, I'm not good enough. I can't do anything like I'm, you know, this, a, a good life is not possible for me. If we're thinking those sort of thoughts, it's going to impact how we feel. Like, obviously we're going to feel like shit if we're thinking those sort of thoughts. And if we're thinking those sort of thoughts and it's making us feel like shit, how do you think that's going to impact how we show up and, and how we take action and how we behave? You know, it's probably going to make us procrastinate. It's probably going to make us stay small. It's probably going to make us contract and, and not want to take action. And if we're not taking action, then it's going to impact the results. So your thoughts impact your emotions, your emotions impact your actions and your actions impact your results. So I call that the the B-E-A-R, the bear, the bear effect, B-E-A-R, the bear effect. So the effect of your beliefs. So your beliefs impact your emotions, your emotions impact your actions, your actions impact the results in your life. So that's called the bear effect. And that's a really, really helpful one to, to work through on your own. If you know that you've got, <laughs> if you've got some like unhelpful beliefs, you can actually work through thinking how those beliefs might be impacting your emotions, how those emotions might be impacting your actions and how those actions might be impacting your results. And then that's like the first step to starting to shift and change them and flip them into a more positive direction. So that's kind of like the basics on neural pathways and neuroplasticity, neuroplasticity and how the brain can change and evolve itself. And, you know, it's important to know there that our natural default, our natural default bias and wiring is towards negativity. We have a natural intrinsic negativity bias in our brain. So if we don't do any mindset work, if we don't do any meditation, if we don't pay conscious awareness to our thoughts and our beliefs and, and what's going on in our brains, our natural default is going to is going to lean and bias towards negativity, towards fear, towards self-protection, towards judgment, towards contracting, towards you know, protecting and staying small. And that's like, you know, looking at that from a no judgment place, right? That that's just how our wiring was built because of the caveman days and, you know, needing to stay alive in the, in the day of dinosaurs and saber tooth tigers and all of those sort of things, even though ignore that dinosaur comment because I don't think we were alive when the dinosaurs were. I've just had dinosaurs on the brain because bloody Oscar has been watching so much Dinosaur Train and he comes back from daycare and the first thing that comes out of his out of his mouth is, Mum. So anyway, <laughs> that's why our brains default towards the negativity 
is just to keep us safe because they think that we are in harm. So it's our job to train it in the opposite direction through mindset work, through meditation, through conscious awareness, through paying attention to where your brain wants to move towards and, you know, choosing something different right there in the moment every time it happens, which takes some practice, but the more you do it, the easier it gets because those those highways in your brain just become more and more defined over time. So one of one of the tips that I wanted to give you in terms of how to get started is around positive visualization and the power of our brains to create that which we become familiar with. So that's another bias in the brain is the familiarization bias. So we tend to like things which are similar to us and we tend to like things which are familiar to us. And the more that we see things, the more that they become familiar to us and the more that we believe them to be possible for us. So that's where like the science behind like vision boarding can work really well. I didn't used to be much of a vision boarder. I I have a really like visual brain and I'm quite like just visual in general. Like I love art and I love pretty things. Like I'm one of those annoying people who will just like stare at a flower or at the grass or like a garden or the beach or like sand and just like (laughs) be obsessed with how beautiful things are. So I I think like my brain is just like a really, really wide, like for visual beauty. So something that works really well for me is positive visualization in terms of meditation. Um, That's the thing that shifts things really, really quickly for me. Um, so the power of kind of like, you know, looking into your future as to like what's possible for you and becoming that person, uh, that is part of your vision, um, and walking, walking the talk and getting really creative with what your, what your vision is and what it could look like. And, and knowing that at the heart of it, like the first step in manifestation and the first step in creating the vision for your life and creating the dreams of your life is one knowing what it is that you want knowing what your dreams are because once you can oh this is going to sound really wanky but once (laughs) once you can dream it you can achieve it Once you can dream it and you can see it in your mind's eye, that is the first step towards achieving it. It's like, but you have to know what you want. You have to know what that vision is for your life. You have to know like what your biggest dream is for your life and like what your dreamiest, most biggest, beautiful, successful life would look like if you could dream it up without any limitations, without any restrictions and like bonus points, like the real magic comes when you can imagine yourself living that life, being in that dream, being in that reality, 
like literally walking and talking and moving and interacting as if that vision and that reality where you're now, like if, if you could actually like step into the TV box of that vision and to feel, to feel what it would actually feel like to be in that vision. Because often like we set ourselves these like, you know, ridiculous goals, like, okay, when, when I've got that new house, then I'll be happy. When I've got two kids and they're, you know, both in daycare, then I'll be happy. When I've got that successful business and I'm booked out with clients, then I'll be happy. Then I'll feel great and I'll feel peaceful and fulfilled and abundant. You know, when we've got that new car, when I've got 20 grand in my savings account, when I've got that boat, when I go on holiday, when I finish that project, it's like we give our power away and we put all these conditions on our happiness. And like the magic is when you're walking and you're talking in that vision that is like full of all the dreams that you so desire and that you think are going to make you happy. If you can step into that vision and imagine what it would feel like to already have those things, how would that reality feel? What would that be like? What would that experience feel like? And if you can connect with that feeling, that is what is going to absolutely like expediate your achievement of those goals and dreams because it'll feel like you've already got them in a sense. So in terms of like what's going on in your brain, like your brain doesn't really know what is reality or not. Like if you think about it, like our brains are kind of like locked up in a, in a skull, right? Like in a black box (laughs) and that the only, the only way that the brain can really like talk and connect to the world is through our eyes and our senses. So if you can imagine and visualize like with your eyes closed, that you are walking and talking and living that dream, it's like our brain doesn't really know the difference. So it thinks that you're already living that reality. So it starts to do all this like unconscious reprogramming for you to help you make that reality true for you without you even realizing. It starts like connecting the dots on like memories and thoughts and opportunities. And it help, it starts like giving you answers and giving you clues and helpful hints that'll help you bring yourself closer to that reality without you even realizing. And like one of the ways is through the reticular activating system. So like, say for example, um, if you've ever, if you have, if you've bought a new car lately and you know, you might have in your mind, like, oh, I really want to get a, um, a Vitara. I'll, I'll use a Vitara as an example, cause I've just got a new car. And you know, as soon as you have that thought, like that's the car that I want, what do you start seeing on the road? don't you just feel like suddenly like everyone's bloody driving a Vitara? Like what the hell? (laughs) Like the world didn't change, right? Like there wasn't suddenly like a whole new set of Vitaras on the road. 
It's like your reticular activating system identified that Vitaras were important to you, that that was valuable information for you. So it started filtering in all the Vitaras that helped you pay attention to the Vitaras so that you could, you know, review them, analyze them, decide how sexy they look and whether you wanted to invest in them, whether they looked cool, like all of those sort of questions. It's like our brain starts doing all the work for us. It's like our brains are so amazing. It's like, they're so amazing. Like sometimes when I think of all this stuff, like I just think, wow, like, like what could be possible when, when you're really putting this stuff into practice in a way that you really wanted it to work for you? Like really the world is your oyster. It all starts with just deciding like, what is it that you desire? What is it that you want? And that when you can answer that question, like what do you really, really, really want? As opposed to what, you know, you think you should want or like what society has told you is successful. It's like, what do you really want? Like what makes you happy? What brings you joy? What brings you just like pure, gorgeous bliss? because they're, they're the moments that we, we want more of in life. Right. So if you want to get started with finding your vision and finding what you really want, I'm going to be running a purpose party next week, which I'm really, really excited about. And it's going to connect you to your biggest gifts in the world. So your unique gifts and everyone's got them. Everyone's got like something that's like really special, about them, like their magic, their unique magic that they can give to the world. So we're gonna we're gonna map out what that is because when you hone in on your unique gifts, the rest becomes so easy. So like you can start charging lots and you can um, do really easy, fulfilling work that makes an incredible impact in the world. Like it becomes your niche, it becomes everything. So we do that one. Uh, we connect your your vision. So I'm going to, I'm going to throw some like really big questions at you and get you in the energy of like helping you connect to what you really, really, really want. Um, so that's going to be day two. And then day three is connecting you to your purpose work. So helping you dive deep into like what you're actually here for. Like, what are you actually here on this world to do? in this earth like what's your thing what's your mission what's your purpose that's what we're going to start to unpack it's a it's a three-day free fiesta (laughs) full of adventure inspiration like self-discovery like just all the good stuff so if you're one of those people who i don't know it's been getting to the end of the year and you've been just feeling a little bit running on empty i don't know you might be feeling a bit frazzled a bit scattered just to be overwhelmed and burnt out and not really knowing what to prioritize and just kind of wanting the year to be done (laughs) this will be the perfect party for you there's a few different times i'll drop the link uh for the purpose party to sign up and get all the details in the show notes below so be sure to attend i'm going to be drinking wine on the last day Uh, And then on the other days, I'll probably have a coffee (laughs) or something else in between. 
Um, and that's where we can really get clear on like, what do you really want? You can create your vision of the future and like define your, your definition of success. And then we can start to unpack like what some of your limiting beliefs might be potentially that are holding you back from making, making that dream and that vision a reality for you right now. I really hope that this episode served you. I know that back in the day when I thought manifestation was all a bit of BS, this would have been really helpful for me. So if you are one of those skeptics, let me know. Did it, did it help you? One of my favorite things is to chat to you guys in the DMs on Instagram. So maybe hop over there, screenshot, screenshot the episode if you really liked it and share it on your socials if you feel like there's someone else out there that could benefit from this. Because um, that's one of my, my biggest missions in life is just to share, share the love, share the magic. Um, if, if you know me, you'll know that my purpose in life is to help open up people's eyes to the awesomeness that is possible for them because I believe there is so much awesomeness and beauty in this world worth exploring and worth absorbing and enjoying. So if you would like to help open up someone else's eyes to the awesomeness that's possible for them, if you think that they're maybe perhaps playing small in some way, then uh, please, I would so love if you shared this podcast episode with them. Until then, sending you big love. I hope you have an incredible day and um, I'll see you in the DMs. Big love. Question for you. Have you unlocked your unique zone of genius? Do you even know what a unique zone of genius is? If you don't know what it is, there's a good chance that you probably haven't unlocked yours yet. And if you want to know what your unique zone of genius is, it's where your purpose, your passion, your potential and possibility all come together. It's literally where you come alive. It is you in your highest power. It is you in effortless abundance and it is you achieving results without even trying. It's you in your most natural essence and your most natural state. And it's you at your highest capacity to make wild, wild amounts of wealth. This is what your unique zone of genius is. And when you crack it, when you find it, it is the most freeing, powerful and incredible zone of genius and skill that you can ever take ownership of. And I have created a quiz which gives you clarity on whether you have indeed unlocked yours yet. I'm going to drop that link to take the free five minute zone of genius quiz in the link below. And one other thing is if you want to get a taste of what it's like to potentially work with me in unlocking your spark, in finding your biggest passion, your truest passion and your highest potential, in connecting to your dream life and designing your dream life and activating your biggest, biggest vision. If you want to awaken your highest potential and meet your highest future self and crack open your unique genius and spark 
your ultimate magic, then I'm going to be running a three-day bender, which is a purpose party in just a few weeks time. And I would absolutely love to have you there. I'm going to drop the link for the purpose party in the, in the show notes below as well. And I really look forward to having you there.